You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Skip scooters, get a latch so they don't junk up the sidewalks. By Ariane Marshall. A scooter nightmare for cities might look something like this. Thousands of unused, rickety twists of metal and tire sprawled across sidewalks. No walking, no wheeling, just private companies, private property, littered across public space. Of course, no American city really looks like that even though the scooter share craze has reached well over two dozen major urban places. And many do want scooter share to work. Scooters might be a tool in the fight against car traffic, emissions, and sedentary lifestyles. But how to get the mobility without the mess? Well, today, San Francisco-based Skip Scooters rolls out a new feature. The addition, to be honest, doesn't look like much. A retractable 28.7-inch high-strength steel wire covered in a protective vinyl wrapping. At the end is a latch. Pull the steel wire out of the new bright blue casing that surrounds the scooter's stem, loop it around a bike rack, and click it back into the side of the scooter. Et voila! A purpose-built tool to keep scooters from tipping over on the streets and blocking walkers, wheelchair users, and stroller pushers. It's a shiny steel wire olive branch to the cities that ultimately control the shared scooter industry's fate. It makes sense that Skip, of all the startups that have spilled onto city sidewalks this past year, would be the first to build in a bike lock mechanism that allows riders to secure its shared scooters to a bike rack. The startup has built its brand on two tenants. First, that unlike those who launch first and ask permission from City Hall later, it will work hand-in-handlebar with local government officials and community groups. And second, that Skip's custom-designed scooters will be better than everyone else's. The company says its scooters were designed for sharing from the get-go, with dual suspension, adjustable handlebars, and headlights, taillights, and brake lights. Skip gets its gear-heady bent from co-founders Sanjay Dastor and Matt Tran, who also founded Boosted Boards, the electric skateboard company. Those two things, the form of the scooter and the way the company works with governments, are tightly related, says Dastor, who is also Skip's CEO. With scooters and bikes with locking mechanisms, you see a different response from how scooters have been received in the past, he says. A big part of that is the way you talk to the community. But another part is building technologies like locks that are actually mitigating those problems, and not just assuming they'll go away. As with models, sumo wrestlers, and airplanes, shape is destiny. 
The scooters with the tethering feature are slated to be tested during a year-long pilot project in San Francisco. Skip also operates in Portland, Oregon, and Washington, D.C., and is testing in Long Beach, San Jose, and Oakland, California. San Francisco's Municipal Transportation Agency, which launched an intensive scooter permitting process after ordering all other scooter share companies off the road in June, emphasized that it had chosen Skip and competitor Scoot out of a field of 12, in part because both startups had promised to run services with tethering mechanisms. Scoot Senior Marketing and Events Manager Jasmine Walsmith says that company should have a lock to mechanism available on its scooters by the end of the year. Thoughtfully designed share mobility devices help both riders and non-riders, whereas devices strewn carelessly across sidewalks are helpful to no one at all, says FMMTA spokesperson Ben Jose. Austin also required scooters to come with lock-to mechanisms for its scooter pilot project, but backed off the requirement by late summer, partly because, well, no one had built them yet. Chicago and Washington, D.C. currently require dockless bicycle companies to provide locking devices and users to secure their rides to bike racks or street signs when they end their trips. Skip is betting that officials in other cities will be attracted to its new feature, especially as more roll out official scooter pilot programs with stricter rules. Not all scooter and bike startups are sold on the lock-to-stuff, though. They argue that there aren't enough racks to support the expansion of scooter and bike share companies, and that riders might lock the scoots to something they shouldn't, a staircase rail, an emergency sign scaffolding, and block street access. The benefit of not lock to is that it makes scooters truly flexible, says Lime CEO Toby Sun. He says Lime does have the capability of offering scooters with lock to devices for very small fleets. Like vehicles from competitors Skip and Lyft, Limes come with built-in sensors that can alert the company when one of its bikes or scoots has tipped over. Bird has also said it's implementing this tech. The companies can then dispatch workers to write them. But Jose, from the SFMTA, says the city hasn't had trouble with vehicles locked in the wrong places so far, even after 10 months of dockless shared bicycle pilot with Uber-owned e-bike service Jump. For now, Skip plans to keep testing and refining its locks, and burnishing its image as the nice guy of the scooter industry. It wants to launch a community advisory board, which will advise the startup on service issues, and it has placed the number for its hotline staffed 24-7 on each of its vehicles so even non-users can call a complaint. We actually want to hear from people who say this isn't working, so that we can address that with better training or better technology, says Dastor. Because wouldn't it be nice if everybody could be friends? Hope you enjoyed this spoken edition of Wired News. And if you'd like more, search for Wired Science and Wired Business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.